I'm Mike Shrews. And I'm Tiffus. And you're listening to The Monster Cast, episode 24. Welcome back, everybody, to the Monster Cast, the podcast where we watch and talk about the monsters. <gasps> Today, I am here with, as always, my co-host Tivis, who's shaking his head at me because I screwed up the intro and deleted it and redid it. <laughs> yeah, I want this preserved for uh, just history. Our, our, here's a little peek behind the scene of our uh, pre-show rambling. What episode is this? Oh, 24. Oh, we're getting close to 25. That'll be next week. Then we start to show this is episode 25. <laughs> we just went over the episode number. Listen here. We we can't all be, you know, grand, uh, grandpa monsters. Some of us have to be Herman. So <laughs> just be happy it's me this week. <laughs> and every week, basically. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, real quick before we dive into everything on this fantabulous show, I want to let everyone know, and you can see in the video anyways, um, we have Munster stickers, MonsterCast logo stickers. If you want to see a cool picture of those, uh, for people who don't watch the video, you can go and check out our Instagram account, which is the MonsterCast. It's on Instagram. Um, and we just want to know if anyone would be interested in these before we buy like a crap ton of them. So <laughs> that way we can, uh, get everything figured out for y- all y'all. Um, also you can find us on Twitter at the MonsterCast and Facebook at the MonsterCast and Instagram and the scroll. Well, I already said Instagram when I you know, Did you? Oh, yeah, the stickers. With the stickers. So, uh, yeah, you can find us on all social media at the Munster Cast. And, Except TikTok. Um, Except TikTok yet. We, we, it might happen. We'll see. If it happens, it's all going to be you. <laughs> uh, you can also find us on YouTube at The Munster Cast. And uh, there you can see our pretty ugly faces. So, yeah. Awesome. Um, what else is there? Oh. And you can also email us your questions, concerns, um, stories, anything you have related to the monsters uh, at themonstercast at outlook.com, which is where we've been getting a bunch of cool questions that we answer both on air and sometimes off air. So mm-hmm. if you want to uh, share a story with us, please do so as well. We would love it. Even if you want to send an audio file of your story, we can uh, pop it into the episode so people can hear your voice. If you want to have your voice heard like that, if you don't, of course, also want to just pop onto the podcast with us. So, uh, and speaking of uh, stories and stuff related to monsters, Tivis, do you have any fun shit that you did this past weekend? yeah or, uh, well it would be the, the two weekends ago now when this episode comes out so well so as we are recording yeah this past saturday was uh astronomicon up in livonia michigan and i got to meet uh 
Jeff Daniel Phillips okay. and get his autograph, which is behind me. And, you know, I got the chat to him a bit. I got a little bit starstruck. I won't lie. Uh, okay. And I forgot. To mention that we were doing a podcast until my wife brought it up for me, thankfully. Uh, <laughs> thankfully. Yeah. And uh, but he was a real nice guy. You know, uh, yeah. he was he, he loved I wore the 50th Munster shirt. He was telling me about how, uh, you know, uh, Daniel uh, Roebuck is a like, possibly more of a a. a fan than rob zombie is and to the point where he was referring to him as a monsters historian (laughs) so between him and rob zombie they were they got a ton of details you know down yeah while on set and stuff and so this only this only uh helped reassure me that this movie is gonna be awesome oh that's awesome but this he's like i know of jeff from you know agents of shield his Mm. brief character on there and he was on the gifted uh I did not know that he was the Geico caveman, so that's cool. Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah, he had a bunch of photos of them out for people to sign if they wanted. Uh, uh, but I felt a bit bad because right next to him was Richard Blake, who was playing Dr. Henry Augustus uh, Wolfgang. Mm-hmm. And I only brought enough money to talk to Jeff. <laughs> I could, I, I, I unfortunately ignored Richard and I feel bad about that. But also I didn't know anything. Like I'm, I wasn't a Game of Thrones fan and right. I'm not a huge horror fanatic like you are. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you would have a ton to talk to him about, but I, unfortunately, yeah. so I, I stuck to, I stuck to just Jeff and, uh, you know, as we're walking away to go check out the rest of the con. I'm thinking to myself, all the questions that I wanted to ask him that are now flooding back. And I'm like, oh, son of. Yeah. So I go back by to talk to him, but no one's around. He's gone. Oh, yeah. For uh, audio listeners, I have the photo of us together up on screen right now. So, you know, uh, he was also nice enough. He was giving away his uh, photo for free. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, not to throw Richard under the bus, but he wanted an extra $20 for a photo with the autograph. <laughs> That's uh, throwing him under the bus. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Just, but anyway, so we're, we go back by. He's gone. He went outside to check out the Munster coach that was there, which uh-huh. we were trying to figure out, is this a real Munster coach or not? Because someone we walked past the security guy. Talk, he's like, oh, did you see Eddie's here? And we're like, wait, Eddie? <laughs> wait, is Butch Patrick in the building? <laughs> turns out no it was probably someone they worked with uh mm. it was just a fan's uh recreation of the monster coach jeff signed it even it's on his instagram oh nice uh it, it, oh the monster coach was awesome it had like a tiny wolf wolf in the mm. back it was so cool yeah like, I, saw, uh, I saw pictures of jeff with it through some other monster uh instagram accounts mm-hmm. that we follow and stuff so i was like oh that's pretty cool so yeah uh yeah, so we went and did some more con stuff. I saw uh, my old comic book uh, guy there mm-hmm. uh, with Dirk Manning, who, Dirk, you cut in front of us in the food line. <laughs> I'm not going to let you forget that. Uh, <laughs> so we got a, a photo with Dan Housen, who if people don't know, that's a wrestler. And mm-hmm. then it was about a half an hour wait for the photo to get printed. So I went back around 
and I saw Jeff didn't have much of a line. So I got back in line. He's like, hey, you're back. I'm like, yeah, I had some questions, if you don't mind. He's <laughs> like, yeah, well, yeah, we'll see what I can answer. <laughs> right. All right. So like, what, what's the what's the deal? You know, why haven't you heard anything about Marilyn and Eddie? And I could just see on his face. He remembered I did a podcast and thought I was fishing for stuff, which, yeah. granted, I kind of was, but it wasn't for the show. Right, it's right. because I'm genuinely curious. And he went straight into PR mode. He's like, well, you know, that's Rob's uh, Rob's thing. He releases it. I signed a bunch of NDRs. I'm like, no, no, it's okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't want to, you know, put us off on this weird professional foot here. <laughs> like, I was just... <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he, he once again, he's like, look... Between Daniel and Rob, fans of the original show will have nothing to worry about. And after we got the casting news that Lester is going to be in the movie this yep. past week. Yeah, yeah. Lester, uh, Lily's brother, has been uh, cast. I, I, I'm at the point where I'm like, I should have asked him how he was playing Charlie. Because I feel like we're going to get every obscure family member in this movie. And it, yeah. I'm so hyped. I went from being skeptical and worried last fall to overly excited. And yeah. Jeff is such he was an amazing person. If you get the chance to beat this guy, please do so. Mm. He, he was I'm horrible with social interactions and i've <laughs> never done this type of stuff until this year yeah and he was very nice to me he was patient uh he's a cool dude right right, right. so that's shout awesome, out to jeff dude. that's awesome uh, i i like it when the 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 talent the actors or you know celebrities or whatever you want to call them actually interact with you and have the discussions with you mm -hmm. and, and, and i understand like the whole having to watch out for what he says too of course because mm, yeah that's that, that's the last thing i wanted to do was clearly, get him in trouble clearly these guys have been on like doing the con stuff the last few months so the movie is completed it's just rob yeah. zombie dropping stuff here and there as he's editing and stuff like that most likely um because I, I i thought they finished it back in like october or november or something like that i maybe. think we saw a story like that yeah so um but they might do reshoots and things like that so you always have to watch what you say uh only big time celebrities really you know blurt out oh yeah i'm in that movie like <laughs> like uh doc ock uh talking about being in the spider-man movie before it was even released <laughs> so uh, uh, yeah but, uh richard if you just somehow stumble across us, I'm sorry. <laughs> I genuinely feel horrible that I didn't talk to you. But yeah, I'm like, I don't I didn't want to take time away from the people who were actually coming to see you take photos and yeah. stuff and were fans of your horror flicks. Yeah, because Jeff had one of those in front of me. There was someone there with a Blu-ray that he was so excited to get signed. I'm like, and I wish I knew more of your films other than your one-off Marvel stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, it's the fans that like their individual, like their random roles and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Those are the fans that are most likely going to stick with them longer term because they'll be like, Oh, I remember him in this, or I remember him in that, you know, just the little side roles. So that's awesome, man. I, I, I'm glad that you enjoyed it and that you actually got a chance to, talk with him as a person not just like you know uh like um i've been seeing some people doing the interviews with these guys and you know when they do their interview stuff they're running the circuit for six months or more yeah. and they're just tired of that stuff so uh yeah um, I, I always well, like seeing people just 
interacting as human beings instead of just that's what i, I just wanted know. to talk to him as a fan yeah because like i don't know if he watched it as a child or not that's one of the things i should have mm-hmm. asked him not a, well you know it could have all in his life yeah it yeah. didn't have to be a child <laughs> but because we're not children but uh it's he's he did tell me that because I asked it one more question. I asked him, like, how long did it take you to get the laugh down? Mm-hmm. And he kind of he thought about that for a second. He's like, you know, not not very long. But one thing I want people to know is I'm not going to do an interpretation. I'm going yeah. to do my version of Her- Herman. And, I, right. you know, I told him, like, look, as a fan of Doctor Who, like massive fan, there's a ton of people who either no longer want to be associated with this show because they're done acting or have passed away. Mm-hmm. They have been recast and always, always better when someone sees what comes before the. And I even said this to him, sees what comes before them and turns the character into their own. Yeah, it is always for the better. Give a little bit of an interpretation to it. Yes. I, I think there's only been like one person that has donned the Herman um, makeup and name that has even come close to even resembling what Fred did. And uh, we'll see him later on in one of the movies we end up watching. So, um, yeah, I so for for him to say that, I really appreciate that because I don't want him to come in there and give me something I already had and and just try and, you know, screw it up. I'd rather him, you know, interpret what he thinks Herman's like laugh is or whatever, you know. Yeah. As long as it's not scary. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> like uh, a scary little <laughs> but anyways that's awesome man do you got anything else or do you want to just dive right into the episode uh yeah again i can't wait to talk to him after the movie comes out yeah because i'll be i'm damn sure gonna go see him again because yeah. i i may not be you know know a lot of his horror films but he, he made a fan out of me just from talking that's <laughs> so. awesome that's awesome, dude. Now you should go watch all of his horror stuff, too. Yeah, I don't know about that. With your wife. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, man. So, diving into this movie now? This Episode? movie? This TV show? <laughs> yeah. Let's dive on in there. Um, Herman Munster, Shutterbug, Season 2, Episode 4. Aired October 7, 1965, written by Dick Conway, Norm Liebman, and Ed Haas had a hand. Uh, directed by Earl Bellamy, who we last saw in uh, Lily Monster Girl Model. And he only has one more episode after this. Hmm. So the guest list include uh, Herbie Fay as Rod, Jess Kirkpatrick as Sergeant Baker, Bob Morgan as the officer who for most of his career, he did a lot of stunts. Okay. Uh, like an impressively long list. So that's why I feel like this is no something notable to say, right? <laughs> like good on this guy. <laughs> uh, Alma Murphy as the little lady who you may remember as one of the two old ladies from Monsters on the Move who came to buy the, the uh, Monster Manor. And they were looking at all their old relics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. She played Susan. Uh, Jeffrey County, also known as Bill Koontz, as Daniel Boone. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, who 
He was the uh, first victim in Frankenstein's granddaughter, which came prior to this show. Frankenstein's uh, he mostly is known for his work in Westerns. What is Frankenstein's granddaughter? I've never heard of that one. No, Frankenstein's daughter. Okay. <laughs> it's like granddaughter. We've mentioned that movie before, but yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, and then finally, Joe DeSantis as Lou. As Lou. All right. So uh, Herman Munster Shutterbug, as Tibbs said, October 7th, 1965, Herman takes up photography and accidentally snaps a picture of two men escaping from a bank robbery. The robbers track him down and decide to hold up the Munsters until the he is off. I'm sorry, I, I, I messed that up because they say hole up instead of hold. So I had to like correct as I was reading. <laughs> You gotta hold up. No, you gotta hold up. Yeah, I, I don't know. Hold up sounds like it could be right. Maybe I don't know. All right, let's go. Let's let's All dive right. into this. So episode. we open <laughs> with the family as they sit on the couch, and once again the logo is overlaid against them. Yep. Still not a fan. Uh. Like, I understand they used to do this a lot with the house, but I don't like it over the cast. Mm. Uh, there's just something off-putting about it. I don't know why. I can't explain it. <laughs> uh, Grandpa tells someone that if they plan to shoot them to get it over with already. Yep. Because the they're, the all lined up, they're all lined up on the couch. Mm-hmm. And you see the camera pans to uh, Herman, who is busy setting up a camera for a family photo shoot. Uh Telling them that he's almost ready. And a lot of Eddie lights. Marilyn and, what? And a lot of lights. <laughs> oh, so many lights. So many lights. <laughs> and back then, uh, these are the lights, too, that would pop. So every time you would take the photo, that was it. The light, you had to change the bulb and everything, too. So, oh, they'll pop, all right. Yeah. Uh, Eddie, Marilyn, and Lily, uh, Lily uh, begin complaining that they've been sitting there for half an hour already. <laughs> like, come on, can we get this? Lily's like, look, I'm, I'm glad you found yet another hobby. Yeah. But can we get a move on already? Like, let's go. I got stuff to do. <laughs> like, She's got it makes you wonder, is she really hot, happy that he found a new hobby? <laughs> And so he continues to get the perfect lighting. You know, he's like taking uh, readings of grandpa's face. Yeah. To get the, the shadows perfect. And they're just getting angrier and angrier. And finally, he's like, all right, all right, all right. Don't move. Then he goes over and tells Lily, hey, bunch over. <laughs> you just told him not to move. And she's like, what are you doing? He's like, it's on a timer. I want to be in the photo as well. Yeah. And, and, and him moving onto the couch and pushing everybody just screws up all of his light metering anyway. So yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's like, "Everyone say cheese when I count down." And Grandpa's like, "Can I say Limburg?" Which <laughs> Limburg is a German cheese, yeah. Uh, which is where Herman was built. <laughs> nice, nice pull. So Herman begins counting down, and on three, or I'm sorry, he counts up one, two, three. Yeah, and. It explodes, mm-hmm. just straight up explodes, covering everyone in ash. And Herman's just sitting there like, I don't remember setting that setting. <laughs> Which is as cool as like retroactively watching, like, you know, going back and rewatching this and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it, this intro because right after that we go straight to the credit or to the opening yeah. intro. It kind of reminded me of like an intro for loosely, anyways, The Simpsons because they're all on the couch. Something stupid happens to them, and then we go into the show. <laughs> so I was like, awesome. Well, it's funny you say that because there's going to be something come up that reminds me of another modern uh, adult animation. I mean, if you think about it, really, is Homer actually like really lifted from Herman? Because he does a lot of the stupid shit that (laughs) Herman does all the time. That's a really good pondering. (laughs) There could be some. uh, Because, I mean, there's a lot of things that people, you know, take in Mm -hmm. from their childhoods that they don't realize they recycle. Like uh, George Lucas being a fan of uh, Shazam. And accidentally stealing the Death Star from that. That is a real thing. Look it up. The Death Star was in Shazam comics. Yeah. Or Captain Marvel, I should say, back in the day. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, it, it may have version. been pure coincidence that it was just buried in his head. But yeah. that, that could be the same case with Homer here. Because uh, there is, like, let's start an a argument. crazy res- uh, resemblance. We, we, we can start an argument that... Off air with everybody else, they can argue about it. But Star Wars is a ripoff of everything. <laughs> it's just George Lucas didn't couldn't get the rights to do anything that he wanted to do, so he was like, "All right, I'm gonna rip everything else off." Then screw you guys. Yeah, but you know, good on him. <laughs> you want to make something? He found make a way it. to do it. All <laughs> yeah, right, so just like Snyder with his Star Wars, we're getting way <laughs> off topic. Uh. So we got um after the credits, we come in. Eddie's there. Uh, with uh, 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 Lily. Lily, yes, thank you. She's like, hey, I need you to practice for a full hour. And he's like, no, 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 no. Dad told me he we were going to go look for neat stuff under rocks today. And she's like, oh, no, he's downtown practicing his stupid camera. Get get the work he's on the organ. A, he's doing another <laughs> dang hobby. <laughs> so he's like, look, you need to practice your dirges because you're probably going to want to follow in the family business and start your own parlor, which mm. Herman doesn't have a parlor. He works at a parlor. Yeah. Well, maybe he would be, you know, better than his dad and actually own the place. That's what we yeah. want. We want our kids to be better than us. Come That's on, true. Now. That's true. Uh, honestly, Herman is probably on his way to owning that place with how long he's been there. Yeah. But <laughs> so th- also the fact that the guy in charge thinks that Herman <laughs> thinks of him son. like a father now. Yeah. <laughs> So now we get uh, Grandpa coming up and hearing uh, Eddie playing the organ, I think that was. Yeah, yeah, he's and, playing um, the funeral, you know, dir- the dirges. And, and uh, Grandpa instantly, like, he's just like, you know, you want to get better? Just take this freaking pill, kid. Well, <laughs> like, he, he starts <laughs> off with, he's like, hey, I heard you playing my favorite song. By the way, I have this new thing. Herman's not around. Eat it. Yeah. He's just like, take this <laughs> That's pill. That's what this is. He wants a new guinea pig, and Eddie's right there. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. And it doesn't do anything uh, at Immediately. first. And, yeah. And it's funny because I thought the whole episode was going to be based on him giving the, the pill to, to him. Luckily, yeah. it wasn't. So because we've seen enough of those, you know, guinea pig kid episodes already here from grandpa oh, just taking just advantage <laughs> so uh then Mar- uh, lily comes back in and uh well hold on after it gives him the pill oh yeah it plays the eddie yep. goes to play the piano or the organ 
and it sounds like a bugle. Now, how in the world did a magic pill that Eddie took change the sound of an organ? Uh, maybe he hit the right keys at the right time. Yeah. Well, Grandpa's like, you know, I gotta stop watching the racing ball while making these pills. So he is distracted while making these experimental drugs that he is force feeding his family. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my grandpa is the worst. He is the worst. Uh, so Eddie goes back to playing, you know, the dirges and Lily comes in. She's like, did you hear a bugle? <laughs> and the Raven takes the blame, which is very nice of him. Like, that yeah. is so nice. Because in the next few episodes, he's a dick. <laughs> yeah, he is. Uh, so Lily yells at him and tells him to leave Eddie alone while he practices. And and he's like, well, hey, how come he's down? Uh, Dad's downtown taking photos. And she's like, oh, he's uh, he's got a lot of ambitions with, you know, he's trying to get into the what was it? Some kind of magazine or something. Yeah. And Eddie's just like, oh, OK, then. So that's all right. He can ignore me then. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a 60s Tivis. Just remember that. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is where Lily's like, well, I hope he stays out of trouble. Unlike last time yeah. where he tried to build a ship in a bottle and we had to break him out. Now we saw him making a ship, ship in a bottle and, and he was cheating. Yeah. He, had the glass already broken and stuff. Also, these jokes are getting very reminiscent of uh, Family Guy format. Because this is like the third episode now where they mention a past hobby of his that mm. we don't see where something has gone awry. I mean... And that is kind of like Family Guy. Well, we were talking about earlier with The Simpsons. This is... Yeah, I think that with Family Guy, though, they jump to a scene of that dumb stuff happening, and this mm. doesn't, thankfully. I mean, clearly, they probably just didn't want to have the budget. They just, it's a throwaway line for them, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, as she says, you know, I hope he stays out of trouble, you know, we had to break him out. She rolls her eyes, and the scene, like, freezes for a second before transitioning to the grand yeah where we are introduced to two people planning to rob a bank <laughs> again another bank yeah. robbery this town is horrible for crooks bro <laughs> uh, yeah, then oh and, god and they're they're bad bank robbers too like oh, yeah. they're just <laughs> bad people oh, i should say we'll get to that um so they are talking about how they're gonna go in rob the bank blah 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 and then the guy's like, yeah, if uh, anyone gets in our way, we'll pow, pow, pow them or something. And they do like the gesture of the gun thing, <laughs> like an old Western, like moving their fingers back and forth with both hands. I was like, oh, really? Okay. That's where we're going. And then cut to Herman in the park. Yep. This is when he's coming where he up. he sees a. Uh, oh, go mm. on. Go on. Oh, this is where he sees the elderly woman feeding the ducks. He's yep. hiding behind a tree like a creep and shouts to her. Hey, can I take your photo? <laughs> she turns to look at him, immediately jumps into the pond to swim to the other side. Yeah. And Herman is confused by the old fashioned bathing suit, which was simply a dress. 
<laughs> yeah. And then he uh he goes from there, he walks away, and this is where we get the statue of um Boone. Daniel Boone. And as soon as they walk up to or get a shot of it, I'm like, oh, that's a person. I bet it's yeah, gonna get scared <laughs> from Herman. <laughs> like that is a performance artist being a living statue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, why is there a statue of Daniel Boone in California? I did a, a report on Daniel Boone, and um, he, he, as far as I remember, he was a lot in like Kentucky and West Virginia, and then Texas. Maybe there was something big going on with his storyline. Then maybe he had like a movie gout, Daniel Boone ass. movie in the sixties. I have no idea. It just confused me. But hey. Uh, uh, it was a, this is a great scene regardless. <laughs> yeah. So he gets uh he goes to take a photo of uh Daniel Boone which Boone <laughs> loses his hat, shoots his gun, shouts holy mackerel and runs off. <laughs> Yep, Which, there's by the way, a, a Daniel Boone movie coming out in 1966, so it would have been about a year after this, so they were probably shooting at the time. Mm, okay. So they probably were like, hey, remember this guy? Uh, and then there was a Daniel Boone movie in 1950 and 1956, so it was surrounding huh. this entire time period. Well, all anyone needs to know is the hat is a lie. He never wore that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so... Herman says uh, he's got to go to the bank because there's always something interesting to shoot there. That's the, the little puns, man. The, the puns. Yeah. Which, okay. So we saw a gorilla, stuffed gorilla come to life at the site of Herman before. Mm -hmm. Is this another example of something coming to life? Or was this a performance artist who ran for their life? I assumed it was a statue the whole time. That's what I, I kind of feel like that's what it was meant to be, but it's kind of like so instead of I don't scaring know. objects to death, he scares them to life. That yeah. could be a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> nowadays, uh, then now, we cut. no, nowadays we'd have series spinned off of the Daniel Boone statue that came to life. <laughs> oh, wow. I would Siri react to the monsters. Would they even have internet? Rob Zombie. <laughs> um, we cut back to the manor and Eddie's brushing Spot's tail through a hole in the stairs or through the hole in the stairs. Sorry. We, mm -hmm. we know there's a hole in the stairs. Yep. Uh, Lily asks him, hey, uh, can you go out and get the afternoon paper? And he's like, hey, I'm not done brushing Spot yet. And she's like, oh, just finish later. Spot is not happy by this. He takes his tail and pins Eddie to the stairs. And Lily's like, look, let him go and I'll give you a manhole cover to eat with dinner. Yeah. And he seems to agree with this. Just crawls back into his den. I just find that he's funny. He's brushing Spot's tail. There's no no hair there, the brush. But maybe he likes the, the itchy, the scratchingness of it. So I guess we'll go with yeah. that. Yeah, Eddie runs off, and uh, then we go down to the dungeon where Grandpa and Herman, Herman are, are getting yeah, the pictures. Um, uh, uh, what is that thing that they used to do back in the day? <laughs> Polaroids? 
<laughs> no, when they used to. Oh man, my words are leaving me today. Anyways, they're getting the pictures uh, developed. T- developed. Thank you. Why did that that leave my brain? The wow. red room. Our our previous guest Mosier is going to be room. so mad about that. Me <laughs> forgetting that word. All right. Well. The first one is a picture of an empty lake, which it's funny. The ducks are even gone in the photo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I noticed uh, that. I was like, shouldn't there be ducks there at least? Anything? Yeah. yeah. Or the water uh, Her- splashing? Herman's just like, she wanted to go for a swim. The second one is of a pedestal with no statue on it. But he's a- realistically, though, in that photo, knowing how long it took Herman to take a picture of his family in his house. That's probably mm-hmm. why there were no ducks. They just left after half an hour waiting. <laughs> so the second one is of a uh, statue pedestal. Mm-hmm. And Herman's like, look, Daniel Boone was right there, but he's either camera shy or had to be somewhere in a hurry. Yeah. But the third photo. And can I just add, I love the fact that they didn't throw anything at. We saw both of these photos being taken. Mm hmm. The third photo has people in it. Coming it's out of two a people bank. Yeah, outside of a bank. And Grandpa's like, huh. You know who they are? And Herman's like, people at the bank. <laughs> <laughs> and Grandpa Jen's like, these guys have guns. They robbed the bank. Yeah, Her- Herman was like, <laughs> well, they, they must have been in a hurry because they kept the money in the sack and they even kept the pens <laughs> like the, <laughs> when you write your deposit pens and stuff like that. So, yeah. Uh, that was funny. So then cut to the robbers reading the afternoon paper, mm. which uh, mentions an unknown photographer on the scene of the robbery. And one of the guys like, hey, I remember him. He was next to that weird hearse-looking car. Yeah. And his partner's like, oh, yeah, there can't be many of those in town. Let's go find him. I put him six feet under. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why? Just leave town. Or just pay him off. You don't even know. He's just a photographer. A lot of shady yeah. photographers out there. Trust me. I mean, he wouldn't have <laughs> accepted it, but they still could have tried. Maybe he was a paparazzi. Just pay him off. Paparazzis love money for photos of shit that they shouldn't be taking photos of. <laughs> so, so then we go to uh, Lily sitting, and I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> we go to the living room with Lily sitting there with the paper, and uh, she's trying to convince or basically like tell Herman. You know, you're the fucking photographer without oh, yeah. telling Herman <laughs> you're is, the photographer. This is like anyone who's watched a, a Spongebob episode or knows that Spongebob memes, the, yeah. the Patrick wallet. This is very relevant. There's a lot of stuff in this episode that reminds me of other things. Yeah. Uh, and she's like, look, uh, y- you you took a picture of two men. He's like, yeah, two two men robbed the <laughs> bank. <laughs> Yeah. He's like, look, do you can you put two and two together? He's like, yeah, it's four. <laughs> She's like, no. He's like, well, I know it is. It's seven. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> Unless this is that new math I've heard about. Yeah. And she's like, all right, listen, I'm going to read more of this and see if it helps. Yep. Herman looks so scatterbrained. 
and it is amazing the look that Fred is giving him yeah. in this episode, well, this scene. He he. She then goes on and says, "Well, well, what time were you, you know, at the bank?" And he's like, "Around three ish." Around three. And the paper says the bank was robbed uh, approximately three p.m. <laughs> She's like, "Does that does, now, Herman? You were there at three. The bank was robbed at three. There was an Is unknown photographer. Unknown photographer. She's like you breaking have it a down photo beat of by beat. two people <laughs> with guns. Yeah, and he's like, he's staring at the photo. He jumps up. He's like, I'm a hero. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yeah, you might end up a dead one. And he's like, no, I might get a reward. Yeah. He's like, I have a feeling that I'm finally going to get it. And, and, and Which, this this annoyed me because he's like, I've never gotten a reward in my life. Last he season, has turned down so much. Last season, they've literally gotten $5,000 in rewards multiple times. Not to mention all the rewards that they were like, yeah, no, we don't need that. Yeah, or when he was actually a hero in the park, when they thought that he was the bad guy and he saved the day. He yeah, was like, the monster well, running. He's like, I don't need the, I don't need the fame or anything like that. So, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so now we see the robbers walking up to the monster coach, uh, and might I add, the coach is still looking hot rotted out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a feeling maybe that's going to be the new look going forward because the old one was kind of like we still see the back attachment in the opening and closing cre- uh, credits mm-hmm. but we haven't really seen it in an episode yet uh, so I'm wondering if that's gone because it was like so impractical maybe because the 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 one that I saw up at the convention was also this converted hot rod version. But anyway, I think the, back, the, the back just folds up and down, though. That's all it is. Does it? Yeah, it's an accordion top. Oh, where it I've folds ne- up and down. If that's what you're talking about, the the way back part. Yeah. Yeah, it's an accordion piece. It's kind of like a convertible. Really? And it just folds down. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Now, now, I think when they first introduced it, I don't think that they ever did that to it. No. But now they do. Yeah, I've not seen that on screen that I know, can recall. Yeah. So. Uh, then, well, that's uh, cool. I didn't know that. Are we at the part where the guys go to his house now? Yeah, yeah. They're at his house mm. and they're getting ready to shoot him. So Lily's like, hey, you need to call the police. I'm going to go make lunch. Yeah. So he's heading to the phone and someone's knocking at the door. Well, you can't be rude. You got to answer the door. And the robbers meet Herman for the very first time. You know, he's like, hey, how's it going? (laughs) And they're like, I think we have a bad hangover. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, did you happen to get a photo of that robbery earlier today? Yeah. Uh, We're from a local paper and uh, we'll pay you. He's like, a hundred bucks. Yeah, I was about to call the cops. You know, thank you for saving me 10 cents. (laughs) He's like, okay, here's the photo. He's like, wait a minute. You two look familiar. (laughs) He's he's like, 
were you at the kiddies matinee last Saturday? <laughs> both men just like shake their no. head in unison. Like, look, we'll give you $100 for the photo. And Herman's like, oh, he like shakes the guy's hand. He's like, it's a deal. <laughs> and then he looks down at the photo. And he's like, hey, it you guys kind of look like the two in the photo, yeah. even down to the same clothing. Why didn't they change? <laughs> Maybe they don't have. He's a- like, <laughs> he's like, look. Are you sure we didn't know each other from the kitties matinee? And they both shake their head in unison. Again. And then they go and pull their guns out. Yeah. <laughs> right at that moment. And it was like, ah, crap. Yeah. So then we so go, like, uh, we fade hey. away um, to the radio. And then we just have the, the whole family is sitting on the couch now as like the yeah. beginning of the movie. And uh, we have the two gunmen just sitting there, just staring at them like, what the hell are we going to (laughs) do? The radio's like, they're possibly hiding out in a private residence until the heat wears off. So the two robbers are sitting there and they start talking to each other. We're going to have to hide in your house until the heat wears off. Like the freaking radio is just giving them ideas at this. Right. <laughs> and the the way everyone is just staring at each other too. Grandpa looks annoyed, uh, but then they go and say, "Well, you know what? Uh, y- you guys are freaking us out. Like, go, go yeah, this do, is just this awkward. Go do what you normally do, and and everything, and day to day things. Uh, yeah, just no funny, no business. funny business though. And um, and then she." <laughs> Uh, Lily's Lily like, are is, you sure? Like, we could just do what what we would normally go ahead and do, and and they're like, yeah, just go do it. She's like, all right, but first, all right. she's <laughs> like, yeah, first things first. She like walks across, you know, in front of everyone to the edge yeah. of the table, takes the camera off Herman, which I want this gif so bad of Herman's face because he has the hugest smile on his face, just staring at her. She takes the camera. And whips it onto the coffee it. table and his smile turns into the saddest look. Yeah. <laughs> I, I honestly thought they were going to throw it in the fire, but that's I, what I thought too. <laughs> but that's a little bit worse because then she gives it back to him <laughs> as it smashed like a maniac. So then we go from there to uh, Eddie's back playing the accordion. The guys are watching the or the organ. Yeah. Accordion. Ugh. Yeah, uh, as the smoke blasts him in the face. Yeah. And the guys <laughs> the are, watching. are just staring. They're like, what the heck? <laughs> and they walk off. We get Herman walking with a giant bone of oh, some yeah. kind. They're like, what are you doing with that? You know, I'm just going to feed the family pet, he says. And he opens up Spot's uh, area there and yeah. um, freaks them out with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they run to the back room where Grandpa... We see the Invisible Man is back. Yeah, the Invisible Man returns. They're playing poker in the back room. Yep. Uh, we haven't and seen him since season one, like the first the, few Where episodes. they get the monster coach, isn't it? Where he drops the lily off at the, the car dealership. Uh, I thought we saw him like one or two more times after that in the house we um, may have but, but I, not like a I don't lot recall. so it, it wasn't yeah. it was, we haven't seen them since the very beginning of season one yeah for sure <laughs> they're like they're they're freaking out at this point they go to the dining room where lily and marilyn are talking they're like 
I just finished uh uh what is it tarnishing the candelabrum and Lily is pleased by this. She's all right, I'm gonna turn them on then. She hits a light switch on the wall, like a dimmer, mm-hmm. and flame shoots out of the candles, and they're like they have had enough. The one robber is like we I'm ready to turn myself in. Like, I want to get the hell out of this house, right. which first of all, why? This house is a fascinating. <laughs> and the other guy's like, no, that's what they want us to do. They're trying to drive us insane. <laughs> so they call all the family to the living room again and tell them to sit on the couch. And there's a great little struggle here for a moment with grandpa and Herman on both ends of the couch, like knocking people into each other to make room. Yeah. Uh, and then Kitty walks in who we haven't seen for a while either. And they're like, Oh, look at the cat. They go to pet it. And it roars at them. <laughs> That's it. That's the last straw with those two. <laughs> they're full on not having any more. Uh, yeah, they don't give a crap. They're they're done. They tell them, all right, everyone back to the couch. Like now. Yeah. You can get there. Let's go. They they think everything's a, the big uh giant ruse to get them to be freaked out and stuff like that. Um so that they leave. Yeah. And, and they're just not having it. <laughs> they they we cut to a bit later where they're just all the family members are reading stuff. Grandpa has a newspaper. Marilyn looks like possibly a college textbook. Eddie has I can't tell, maybe a magazine. Yeah. Lily has the Tomb and Garden again, that home magazine that we keep saying. And Herman is reading a comic book. <laughs> the robbers Oh, go ahead. I said it's suitable. Yeah, uh, the robbers leave the room and everyone but Herman notices. They like turn to look, then they turn back and stare at Herman. And he is too absorbed in this little orphan Annie story to care. Yeah, <laughs> he's like he, he begins apologizing. He's like, look, I was just trying to have fun. I didn't mean for this to happen. All right. <laughs> Lily cuts him off and he's like, look, grandpa has a plan. What is grandpa's plan, Mike? Grandpa's plan is for him to go down into the dungeon and take his uh, pigeon uh, transformation and transform himself. Well, first, he's going to write a note to the police. Then he's going to transform himself into a homing pigeon, which goes to, you know, home. Uh, and the home will be the police station, which is where he will drop the note off. So the police know that the crooks, the robbers, whatever you want to call them, are in their house at 1313 Mockingbird Lane. And then <laughs> in, it, it, to be able to do this, they tell Herman to go and distract these crooks. And um, yeah, Herman doesn't Herman's do like, a great job. Me? Why me? And is like, go do it. And he's like. All right. <laughs> and, and he goes in there too. And it's funny because they're like, they're like, what are you doing here? And he's like, oh, I'm just uh, not a distraction. What is this? What, is the, what do they say exactly that he is? He's uh, uh, oh, uh, crap. I don't remember I don't the remember. word. 
But he basically tells him, oh, stall. He's stalling. That's what he yeah. says. He, he goes in there. And he's like, I'm a stalling. I mean, I'm uh, I, I just came in here to see if you guys wanted any milk. <laughs> and then, then they go to walk past him. They're like, he's being suspicious. Let's check the room. I mean, like, these wait, guys are super you- smart compared to <laughs> most of the criminals that go in their house. So he's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Have you heard the joke about the astronaut and the Playboy bunny? Yeah. They just go under his arms. And he's like, and he like well, laughs to himself. He's like, uh, that would have been a good one. Well, no. He's like, he, oh, no, they got away. He said, I wish you had because I I, I think it would have been a good one. Because uh, in re- I think it's in regards to him not even hearing it before. Yeah, so. no, he, it's a joke he wants to be told. Yeah. And then he realizes that they got past him and he gets super upset. Yeah. And then they run out into the uh, living room or family room, and Grandpa's not on the couch, and you're like, where's the old bat? Like, where's where's the old man hat? I'm like, what old man? They're all playing dumb, and it's awesome. Yeah, they pretend like there was never an old man. There's there. never an old guy here. What are you talking about? Which, which would make like- sense, too, because I don't think they actually, like, conversed with Grandpa ever. Yeah, that's true. So it could be yeah. an easy way to like freak them out, and, and it just like but keeps going about it. And then, unfortunately for uh, the family, Grandpa left the trap door open, which yeah. one of them realizes at that exact moment instead of when they walked past it into the room. Yeah, and then we go down to the uh, dungeon where Grandpa is going through all the different potions to turn himself into a homing pigeon. He first yeah, he's done he's reading stool, his note tame, and everything. Fantail, wild yeah. carrier, tumbling, pouting, and homing. Yeah. Why does he never alphabetize his potions? This is it drives me crazy. Because then you wouldn't be able to see all of them before he gets to the one that he needs. Because <laughs> every time yeah. it's the it's the last one that you need usually for him because they yeah. want to show you off it's a gag it's the gag man they just want to show off everything and why not i mean you got the set just show it all off so, so the robbers run down to the lab grandpa's down there getting ready to drink his potion he's got the note tucked away in his pocket yeah and like what are you doing he's like i'll just make it a cocktail it's cocktail hour for me yeah <laughs> the the and the nervous robber grabs it and he's like, look, I need this real bad. And his partner's like, no, 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 it could be poison. Yeah. What are you talking about? The old ghoul was about to drink it himself. And his partner's like, yeah, all right. Yeah, go ahead and give me some. Grandpa's like, all right, here's some glasses. Yeah, Grandpa just pulls out two random shot glasses, which are, or I'm, I'm assuming are beakers. <laughs> this is and, where Al Lewis gets them. menacing. Yeah. And he just like, like keeps feeding them the, as much as he, they can drink until they turn yeah, into pigeons. Like, oh, this isn't bad. They get can't can't fly on one wing. Give me another. Yeah. And Grandpa's like, ah, all right. <laughs> and then they explode into pigeons. And he's like, through the smoke, you just see Al Lewis's face. So, huh, call me an all cool, will you? I'm like, yeah. oh god, he's going to kill them. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Pigeon soup, bro. <laughs> Pigeon soup. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he he instead shoes them upstairs but like that could have ended so horribly for you two you have no idea oh I, if it was me i would have been made the pigeon soup joke <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like lily i got dinner uh so then yeah grandpa goes up or we see the police station where they're trying to figure out where these two guys are still and then yeah, they get a the phone they- call from grandpa 
Um, which we call him Grandpa Munster. Should we keep calling him Grandpa Munster? He's Grandpa. Most of the family does. He's just Dracula. There, we're just gonna call him Dracula. No, his last name is Dracula. He's the Count. Sam Dracula. Then how about that? so uh grandpa's on the phone with the police station telling him hey we're your crooks are they're about to come in and uh and and everything and they're like oh yeah they're just gonna fly on into here right he's like yeah (laughs) another prank call (laughs) and then uh, the two pigeons flying into the desk and they're like oh my goodness like two pigeons just flew in and he's like oh they're there they're there awesome and then he like does his magic through the phone smoke comes out of the transceiver not the receiver end which annoys me (laughs) yeah i mean i think it's just easier that way i guess i don't yeah, know yeah it's just it even doesn't... in the like the nightmare on elm street movies freddy's tongue always came out of the bottom of the phone not the top where that never sense. Un- made sense to me <laughs> so <laughs> but yeah so uh the smoke comes out and poof now there are two grown men right there and the, these people aren't batting an eye they jump and grab them and rest them right away yeah and they even have like the photo on them for evidence <laughs> yeah look they came with their own evidence. <laughs> <laughs> that would make a really good movie. Like this episode would make a pretty cool, like intense movie. I think mm-hmm. of of them just showing up. Maybe a comedy movie, like a comedy drama. A dramedy. There we go. So but yeah. After this, uh, Grandpa's in the living room getting praise from the entire family. He's like, "Hey, wait." Where's Herman? Why isn't he here kissing my butt, too? <laughs> and they're like, oh, he's going to clean up the lab. And Grandpa jumps. And he's like, I left the pigeon potion out. He's like, oh, he's not dumb enough to drink. Boom. <laughs> and a pigeon flies out of the basement yeah. and starts yelling around. Darn, darn, darn. And then, uh, then they go, because uh, it's a homing pigeon, too. So I thought he would just fly around. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bird said then um he he herman does that he does a darn 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 and then we get the last line of the show is from uh charlie the raven i don't know what he said do you know what the heck well, he said lily goes that's my bird brain husband and the raven comes out he's like you call that a bird and the family starts laughing okay i couldn't understand that i could not understand that at all for some reason but that makes sense. Awesome. This was a fun little story. Like, yeah, I, I had a good time with it. Trying to make sure I did all my notes. Most of my notes were like, oh, Invisible Man's back. And yeah, <laughs> there was a lot of surprises in this episode. Yeah. All right. Uh, what do you got for me then, man? I have no trivia for this one. No trivia. So you want to do final thoughts on this episode then before we jump in? Uh, yeah, I kind of already did. I, okay. I, I had fun with it. It was a, I wouldn't say it's my, uh, uh, top episode for me, but it's just definitely near there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I agree. Uh, I, the, well, I agree to where it was a fun episode for sure. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. So we move on to Herman, Coach of the Year, Season 2, Episode 5, aired October 14th, 1965, written by James B. Alderice, Tom Adir, and Norm Liebman. 
directed by Norman Abbott. Guests this episode are Henry Beckman as Ralph, the husband, who eagle-eyed viewers may remember him as Leadfoot Baylor from Hot Rod Herman. Which makes uh, sense for this episode. What's that? Makes sense for this episode. Yeah, it does. Uh, we have Emmeline Henry, who is uncredited as Gwendolyn, the accident-prone wife. And so before this, she was a main character. Uh, she played Norman Grady in Mickey. Uh, she even wrote an episode for that show. She also played Kate Dickinson, or Dickens, sorry, a main character for uh, He's Fenster and would go on to play uh, Mert before becoming Amanda Bellows for I Dream of Jeannie. Okay. So, you know, fans of that show will immediately looks, recognize her. She, she looked very <laughs> familiar and I was trying to put it like trying to figure out where mm-hmm. um, she was from. And then that, that hit me uh, once I looked it up. I was like, oh, yeah, because she looks a lot like uh, uh, the chick from Bewitched. Yeah, a bit. And that's what was confusing me. I was like, wait a minute. Is that that's not. No, <laughs> and I went into this whole inner thing with myself. I was like, come on, man. <laughs> awesome. Any uh, special things with uh, this cast? Uh, just what I said. Okay. All right. It's just it's, it's a shame that she was uncredited since she had two big profile shows and then mm-hmm. went on to another big profile show. It's a yeah. But, you know, yeah, Hollywood, I think it's because uh, she's like so low in the cast. Maybe I don't even know. All right. So maybe. Um, we open episode five oh, yeah, synopsis episode five. Herman, the coach, Herman coach of the year, October 194, 19 or October 14th, 1965, as Tiva said, which when Eddie is called Leadfoot by the other kids on his track team, Herman offers to become his coach. Dun, dun, dun. Hey, at least Eddie didn't, you know, recommend him for the job this time. Yeah. Without asking. <laughs> so we open with uh, Herman attempting to knock on the door, but instead busting through it. Yep. He just breaks deciding the door to again. just unlock it. And as he walked in, Lily seems a little annoyed by this. He's like, I. I forgot my key. She's like, oh, it's fine. We'll get a new door in the morning. Who is the custom door maker who is making a fortune off this household? (laughs) Because they bust that door like every other day. He's like, look, I'm sorry for being late today. I I got in an argument with a customer over our carrying charges being too high. (laughs) And Lily's like, that's ridiculous. Uh... They're going into a hole three to four times a week because of their prices. Yeah. Um, so Herman's like, oh, how was your day? And she's like, oh, you know, nothing was unusual. Except Eddie came home uh, screaming that he was going to. Uh, or no, that that's a different story. <laughs> Eddie came home and ran into the den and he hasn't come out since. Herman's like, all right, I'll talk to him. So he opens up Spot's hidey hole and. Eddie's in there, you know. I, I, and look, he's just they're not happy there. with me. I, I'm I'm terrible at track. 
Yeah. Everyone keeps calling me Leadfoot. Yeah. <laughs> and and his dad's like like uh, I don't, He's not very uh reassuring in this moment. No. At all. He's, Lily is appalled and Herman's like, "Look, first thing in the morning, we're going to begin training." And he's like, "Well, can can you do that?" He's like, sure, why and not? Herman's like, I'll train you so well, you'll be graceful like me. Then he sticks his hand through the wall, grabs the chandelier cord, yanks it out <laughs> of the wall, and causing it to crash into the top it, of his head. Yeah, he lets it go, and then it drops down on the top of his head. And she's like, well, maybe yeah. uh, maybe uh, you'll be a, a little bit more graceful. <laughs> Lily just turns to Eddie, and he's like, see, this is a learning lesson. You can't win them all. Yeah. And there was no logo this episode. I was happy. Well, you're welcome, I guess. They heard you. <laughs> In 1965, they heard you. It just didn't look good. I'm sorry. Over the house, yes. Over the cast, stop it. So, yeah. so then we get uh, into uh, Lily's vacuuming dirt out into vacuuming the house, the house. <laughs> and um grandpa comes up there and he's just trying to get their attention so he just like zaps the vacuum he yeah bend down like and just turn it off bro like just turn it off <laughs> but instead he uses his magic to turn it off and it's like hey where's you know where's all these knuckleheads at basically <clears throat> and um she tells him that they're outside and Herman's training uh, 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 Eddie and everything like that. And then um, he grandpa's like, all right, I don't remember any funny jokes at this moment. Well, Lily's like, he wants to turn Eddie to be a carbon copy of himself. And grandpa's like, that's impossible. People, uh, men like Herman are made, not born. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> So he goes to turn away and Lily's like, hey, you know, vacuum. vacuum? He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so she's back to dusting the house. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, in the way, in the matter of speaking. <laughs> in the literal sense. Uh, so we cut to outside and Herman is about to uh, throw a shock put as grandpa laughs at him uh, at his form. He's like, oh, yeah, watch this. So he like twirls and tosses the ball and it flies off. Mm. Now, this may seem familiar. You might be saying to yourself, this looks a lot like Rook Herman, the rookie, when the baseball goes flying and hits that guy in the head. And that's because it is. It's the exact same footage. <laughs> <laughs> um. And I do like that grandpa, grandpa just like didn't think that he was going to do good at all. <laughs> well, that earthquake immediately happens. Yeah. After it lands, which. That's a terrifying thing. They live in California. Um, <laughs> they're dead. You saw the doctor's reaction a couple episodes ago. They're dead already. It doesn't matter to them. They're they're monsters. There is that coming up. That might be coming up. A little spoiler. Uh, <laughs> so then Grandpa I can't walks remember over what there, order or, we record these in. Right. Uh, so Herman um, then grabs the discus 
to yeah. to toss and he's like getting ready to do it and he actually has decent form man um, yeah he does he had good form on the shot put too so uh, but then Grandpa runs over there and is like, no, 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 no. What the hell are you doing? Like, this isn't how you're going to get him trained properly. Yeah. Let, we're, let's use magic. It's quicker. Right. Howard's like, no, 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 no. I'm going to teach Eddie honesty, integrity, and hard work. That's the right way. <laughs> yeah. Grandpa goes, how did I get stuck with you? Why do you always want to do things the hard way? <laughs> <laughs> so he storms off into the house and Herman like looks at Eddie. He's like, you want to earn this on your own merits, right? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So he's like, all right. Uh, when he tries this like random, like jumping thing, I think it was supposed to be a long jump is what he was doing. Yeah, that's what it is. I have broad jump and I was, <laughs> he was, um, I used to do track. So I remember like a lot of these ones, but I, I confused myself with my notes. He does this long jump hop, not a jump. It's, he's just hopping like a bunny. Yeah. And then he gets hey. stuck into the ground. Um, this, <laughs> is, like, this is when we then go to see the well, damage. He's like, can you help me out here? I, I, I think I might have broke into the water pipe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is when we go see his damage he had uh, created on the car by uh the shot put and um this is when we see our two guest uh, actors there and she's like yeah. it, it just came out of the sky and you know it hit the oh yeah great well, that's what insurance is gonna like to hear is yeah, like they're gonna know. believe this yeah he's a dick <laughs> <laughs> then we cut back to uh grandpa helping lily and marilyn so close mm-hmm. and he's like it's you know it's real handy that you're here to help us. He goes, Grandpa's like, well, with Herman and the family, you kind of develop a knack for it. Yeah. It's fair, Grandpa. That's fair. <laughs> so Herman is outside. He's like, look, I'm going to show you how to throw this discus now. Finally, we're getting to the discus. Yeah. He turns around, spins like a top and throws it. And once again, you might be saying, hey, this footage, it looks like a football being thrown. Because it, it is. is. <laughs> it's the same footage again from uh, Herman the Rookie. <laughs> they just couldn't film like him sh- throwing the, the the discus or what? Like <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's funny. But yeah, so and he's like, well, how you plan on getting that one back? And Herman's like, uh, it's okay. I put my name and address on it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, so this is how the guest characters are coming to come into the main story. Nope. No. We, this never comes back around. No. Uh, he's like, look, let's practice pole vaulting now. He picks up a pole. So then we get back inside with Grandpa pleading the Lily, like, let me use kit magic on the kid. Like, Herman is wrong. <laughs> and then Herman busts through the balcony doors. And <laughs> well, look, are you, do you think you might be pushing Eddie a bit beyond his abilities? And Herman then goes on a rant about how he's spending his free time doing this, but it would mean nothing. Uh, oh, yeah. He's like, I'm like, dude, this is your son. What's wrong with you? Then he goes, but that would mean not fulfilling my obligations as an American father. I'm like, oh, okay, good. This went somewhere. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and if you notice the pole that he's holding in this, this room, it's very different from the one he had outside. It is not the same one. Mm hmm. 
Also, so, I will say, I will say, it's not just the American father; it's just a father. Should should yeah, it's yeah. what you should do. <laughs> uh, so as he leaves, Lily goes. There goes a fine husband with a dreamy look. Marilyn also with a dreamy look goes. There's a fine father. That's a bit weird. And then Grandpa, with pure disbelief on his face, there goes a nutcase. <laughs> Hey, Marilyn's not related to him by blood. It's fine. <laughs> it's still weird. <laughs> so we find out what happened to the discus now. Yeah. It, uh, then we go back to our two guests and the discus has gone through the windshield of this. Uh, a nice flying car. saucer had crashed through the window. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, the husband's like, look, this one makes the cannonball sound almost logical. <laughs> this poor lady, this dude's an asshole. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Um, and then we don't see the discus in this shot. So, no, it's just like a hole in the windshield. So I'm like, where are the discus and where is the shot put ball? Because it's like now they're just gone. God, I don't know. They disappeared. Eddie comes in after uh, doing the. What was it? The pole vote or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. I forget what it was called already. Uh, It's like, well, did you clear the bar? And grandpa's like, yeah, he cleared right under it. Yeah. (laughs) He's been Herman's been having to practice three events today and he's only gotten worse. Oh, so Eddie looks real dejected as he's walking into the house. He's like, look. Oh, Herman comes in. He's like, let's go for a cross country run. And he's like, no, no. Eddie has had enough. Mm. He's like, he's so tired. He just can't do it. Yeah. So then Herman goes off. And is this when Herman makes him his big meal? It's coming up. Okay. But he's like, Eddie. We'll finish up with some push-ups, and then you can go shower for the day. Yeah. And this is where Grandpa tells uh, um, Lily, you know, hey, let's just do this. Let's just give him some shit under the table. You you said you did track, right? Yeah. What does all these events have to do with cross-country? Are all of these... Because cross-country, I hear, I'm thinking running. running. Yeah. You're thinking running. Yeah. Um, you do cross crunchy running during a track meet, though. So do all of these events normally have to do with cross country? Uh, Well, cross country is one event. It's not not like like the Olympics is is the, the main thing. Yeah. Where all the other things are the events during the Olympics. So it'd be okay. like that. I, I'm just confused because, you know, again, I'm thinking running. I'm like, why is he throwing shock put? Why is he jumping over a pole? Why is there a discus? Yeah, I didn't understand why they need all of those other things when his whole thing was being called Leadfoot. So he Mm. can't necessarily run fast or something, I'm I'm assuming. They don't really say that he can't run fast. They just call him a Leadfoot, which doesn't necessarily mean you're not a fast runner. Yeah. So I don't know. But Lily turns to Grandpa. He's Look, training isn't going to be enough. Make your pill. <laughs> so Lily's like, Herman's not going to like this, but how strong can you make it? Mm-hmm. 
So she's in cahoots with grandpa now against Herman and her son, because she's going to give her kids something that, you know, he may not actually want. Yeah. She's going to give them steroids. They're going to give their kids drugs for no reason. So grandpa's downstairs. We get Igor. Where the hell's he been? Yeah, he's been gone for a while, too. So I was glad that we got Igor back. And that was the end of my notes. <laughs> so he begins working on his potion, which yeah. he's like, I'm going to make a pill. Let's start this potion. What? All right. So he throws in a uh, a derby from Kentucky, mm-hmm. a feather from an ostrich, the fastest bird. Uh, Igor disapproves, but... Grep is like, what do you know? You're just a rat who joined the Transylvania Air Force. Uh, <laughs> a bit of lint from the pouch of a kangaroo. That's gross. There's no lint in that. There's slimy bugs and bacteria. <laughs> They're gross. Don't ever look up what the inside of a kangaroo pouch it's, looks like. It's dried out, so it's lint. <laughs> no, that would just be dead skin cells. Uh, and a greased and greased lightning. Which yeah. he shoots from the tip of his fingers, like Emperor Palpatine. Uh, he would make a good Emperor Palpatine. Yeah, he would. Just being grandpa makes him better. Yeah. Uh, then he begins. He's like, all right, I'm going to make this potion into a pill. Where's my pill converter? So he grabs that, sets it on the table, just opens an umbrella. And he's like, Igor, get under this. You'll see in a minute. Then there's an explosion and it begins raining pills. Mm. He's, he's so happy that a mad scientist has done it again. <laughs> and then we um, then we go back up where he's telling Lily about his little experiment gone right um, so far. <laughs> yeah, Lily's kind of getting cold feet about it. Yeah. He's like, magic is a Dracula family tradition. I feel vindicated for calling them all Draculas now, by the way. <laughs> so then yeah, he begins selling yeah. the idea to Lily and she gives in. She's all for it. So now we get the shot of Herman and Eddie. Where Herman where he's made like, them like this huge ass meal. Yeah, where Eddie's like, I'm full after you made me eat all this other stuff. He's trying to get him to bulk up on calories. Yeah. Protein, baby. And, so he's like, Eddie, Eddie's like, I don't, I don't have my track shoes and I'll go get them. And Herman's like, no, 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 no. I know this trick. I'll go get them. And I'm like, Herman, you just fell for the trick. This food's <laughs> going to spot. And sure enough, it went to spot who was so happy to eat it. He takes a bite out of the plate. Yep. <laughs> so then- Herman comes back. He's like, oh, whoa, you finished that in record time. But uh, you got a bit careless with your mom's bone china. She's not going to be happy about this. Yeah. And uh, Grandpa <laughs> walks in behind him and he hides the plate under the table. Yeah, so he no hides one sees it, it so Eddie doesn't get in trouble. <laughs> Good parenting. And this is where Grandpa tries to uh, pose the idea of a vitamin or or, or of sorts um, for Eddie. And, uh, you know, what, what's what's the worst that a vitamin can do? It's not going to mess with your diet. And Herman Herman has, you know, a disagreement that, you know, he's on a strict diet, this and that. Grandpa insists. So eventually he's just like, all right, fine. Let's one. What's one little pill going to do, you know? 
Yeah. Let's try it. And he gives the pill to Eddie, and then um, Eddie's like, oh, yeah, hey, Pop, I, I still don't have my track shoes. And he bolts upstairs, and or he bolts into the closet, and then upstairs, and he still can't find them, and then eventually he finds his shoes in the... Uh, Oh, where where did you know, he find his shoes? They were in another closet, right? Uh, I don't remember. I didn't. I think they were yeah. just in another closet. Yeah. No, he not only grabs his shoes, he runs outside, scales the fence, and bolts down the road. Yeah. Which is all right. I it, first of all, I expected him to be wearing the shoes on his feet. That was the whole point. Mm-hmm. Is Grant uh, Herman was never going to find them. I, I'm also like curious. Was uh, did they give Eddie speed? <laughs> like, like, what the hell are they doing? Uh, so then, uh, well, clearly Grandpa tapped into the Speed Force, right? <laughs> oh, but then again, we have seen Herman run like this before, so yeah, maybe it's just genetic. You never know. So. Then we cut to Herman cleaning off the mantle above the fireplace like this is where we're going to put all the trophies. <laughs> and Lily's like, don't overshadow your son today. Hmm. Especially when they ask to take the photo. And he's like, don't worry. I'll tell him to take it without me. Then I'll become an g- interesting human peace story. <laughs> <laughs> so, Grandpa runs in. He's like, the pills are gone. I was like, pills? What pills? Like, <laughs> he's like, how can they be gone? <laughs> pills. <laughs> it's like they're they're vitamin pills. Calm down. It's okay. Yeah. And Grandpa's like, they're what gave him his speed. And Herman's, don't take my thunder, Lily. Uh, Lily's like, no, it's true. And Herman thinks she's lying. Yeah. Uh, he, you made it up. She shakes her head. It isn't true. Grappa nods his head. It was my coaching. She shakes her head again. There aren't any pills. You're making this up. Grandpa shakes his head. He then repeatedly screams it's a lie before slightly fall- uh, stomping into the floor. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, did you check the kitchen? And Grandpa <laughs> nods. He's like, gone. <laughs> did you check the kitchen? Are you sure we don't have any more pills? Are you sure? Are you sure, man? Come on, man. I need my pills, man. <laughs> he's like, Grandpa goes, maybe he has enough built up in his system that'll carry him through the meat. Right. So now we got the family in the state. I just love that interaction between all of them. It's like, it's not true. Yeah. It's <laughs> Tell true. Me it's a lie. No. Nope. It's damn true. <laughs> yeah. So the family's in the stands. Yeah. Worried uh, for Eddie as Herman sits on the field bench, not wanting to look. He's like burying his head in his hands. Uh, and then the track begins, and Eddie zooms ahead. He bolts to the finish as Herman burying his head in his hands like he won yeah uh eddie gives herman the okay symbol and herman gives it back you know eddie then wins next event and event 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 and herman's just looking on with pure pride on his face and you know then he just acted actually tells eddie he's proud of him and he's like eddie goes i feel bad I wish you could have coached the rest of the team. I think mm. you could go give uh, number 14 over there. I think is the number. I don't remember. Uh, a pep talk. <laughs> I'm like, I know what's going to happen here. He's going to give him a pep talk. All right. <laughs> he's like, okay. So he goes over there. He's like, hey, 
kid turns around. Ah, and at that moment, the race starts. He just wins by a mile and doesn't stop. He, he's gone. That kid is gone. <laughs> yeah. he, he is now property of the California wildlife. Uh, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> Eddie Eddie's on the sidelines like, wow, my dad's coaching is the best. <laughs> now we get back to the house where Eddie wonders what pills grandpa's looking for. And he's like, oh, it's those vitamin pills you were taking. And Herbert, for some reason, he's like, pills. <laughs> like we had this whole conversation. Right. <laughs> so Eddie's like oh yeah I got a lot of those he takes like this box that he's been hiding him in from under the couch Mm. they were gross so I stopped taking them which means he did this all because of Herman's training once again Herman proves that he is a good parent and yet everyone doubts him and yet they still don't acknowledge it no they don't like like when he ran away and Herman was like eh he'll be back they doubted him they doubted Herman then. They doubt Herman now. Herman, I stand with Herman. <laughs> yeah, and, and Herman laughs hysterically in Grandpa's face, yeah, which is amazing because it's very rare that he actually gets one up on the old man. Yeah. Uh, Lily takes it and like, we don't need this, throws it out the window. Like, yeah, I'm sure Spot's not going to find that and terrorize the neighborhood. Or any Why other animal. Why would you think anyone will eat that? <laughs> So, uh, Lily's like, no more magic for Eddie. He's going to grow up a normal, average American boy. And Grandpa goes, why? Have you seen them? (laughs) Uh, And Herman's like, oh, those pills were fake anyway. And Grandpa's staring at him like, I'm going to kill you. (laughs) So outside a cat that isn't Kitty begins eating the pills. And the reason I mention it's not Kitty is because as a dog comes up, the cat roars like Kitty. Yeah. The dog gets so scared, it runs and climbs up a tree. Yeah, they made sure to make it, it not a black cat, too, so that we knew that it wasn't the cat. Yeah. The monster's cat. It's like an orange tabby. Yeah. And then we get the final shot of our guest couple as she had crashed into a telephone pole after seeing a cat chase a dog up a tree. And her husband says she is no longer allowed to drive before ripping the steering wheel out and chucking it. And that is just how we end the episode. Yeah. On an abusive husband. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is an, uh, that's, that's a problematic relationship. Yep. Uh, yep. Yep. Uh, so yeah, that's how we end the episode. So uh, what have we got for this one, my man? This, <laughs> this is like... I wouldn't uh, I didn't find this as good like as ed- entertaining as a story but I mm-hmm. I loved the interaction between Herman and Grandpa specifically in yep. this. I liked, like their little rivalry in the episodes that they get spotlighted in is always fantastic. I think everyone can tell that you loved this episode a lot because I didn't say much. <laughs> I know I was trying to speed through it. I'm sorry. <laughs> All good. We're running pretty long. You're good. Um, but yeah, no, I, I enjoyed this episode as well. And, um, but I enjoyed it mostly for the facial reactions than anything between Herman and grandpa, their facial reactions towards each other in this episode were a lot better than what we've seen. 
um, in pre- some of the previous episodes because they they showed like both happiness, anger, all that crap, you know. So I was uh, uh, intrigued by that. So yeah, Grandpa really wanted to kill Herman. By the way, <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> what he called the Phil's fake. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. Uh, Any last uh, things for this episode? Yeah, uh, episode uh, five. My wife collects bone china, which I don't get, but her grandma was from Britain and like straight up from Britain. She moved to Canada and then to the States. Mm-hmm. So she had a thing where if it's not tea and bone china, it's not worth drinking. Uh, she called it titty water. Uh <laughs> Uh, something I didn't know is bone china is made up of 30% phosphate, which is derived from animal bone as a, at a minimum, which is, uh, yeah, I kind of figured when it's called bone china, but yeah, still gross to me. I don't like tea, so I don't care. I tell her it's gross stuff. Uh, Lily compares grandpa to David Brinkley when he's explaining his, uh, plan to help Eddie. Uh, David Brinkley was known as a writer writing, uh, for writing simple declarative sentences, uh, the exact opposite of me, which mm. gained him the reputation of being the medium, uh, one of the medium's most talented writers. So a little history. Okay. Awesome, man. Uh, anything else then with that? Ah, uh, no, that's all I got. All right. Um, then with that, uh, what are we watching next week, man? Next week, we have Happy 100th Anniversary and Operation Herman. Operation Herman. Awesome, man. All right. Well, uh, with that said, guys, we hope you enjoyed today's episode. And don't forget to email us at the monstercast at outlook.com for any questions concerns or anything uh especially your stories it was nice to hear uh tivis's story on meeting some of the new cast members for the rob zombie film if you have any mm-hmm. of those let us know what uh you thought of some of those guys if you've met them and everything like that so um with that said guys thank you very much and we will catch you next time as we take another stroll down 1313 mockingbird lane I want you to learn is it doesn't matter what you look like. You can be tall or short or fat or thin or ugly or handsome like your father. You can be black or yellow or white. It doesn't matter. What does matter is the size of your heart and the strength of your character.